Hi and welcome to the Life to Try podcast. I'm your host Andrew Owen. In this episode, I'm joined by Dan Collins from TriTech Race Team, um, and we discuss the benefits of being in a team, whether that be in a physical team or a club, or whether that's a virtual team, um, which TriTech um, Race Team technically is. Um, Dan goes into a lot more detail on the makeup of the team, but more importantly, you know, the, the added benefit of you know, having your peers around you to be able to uh, um, ask questions, especially if you're new to the sport, which, you know, this podcast does tailor towards. Um, but, yeah, also that mental aspect, uh, mental benefit aspect, I should say, of being in a team. Anyway, here's the episode. Let's just dive straight in. Dan, thanks for joining us. Um, thanks for reaching out as well um, to the channel. It was great to sort of connect with you and everything. But before we start and jump into the main topic of sort of the support network that, um, that the teams can give you and, and, and clubs can give you, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, what's your background in triathlon? And um, tell us a little bit about um, TriTech race team as well, please. Okay. Um, yeah, no worries. So background for myself. Um, if we go all the way back, when I was young, I used to do uh, quite a lot of swimming, speed swimming. Um, did the same as anyone else. Got a little bit older, fell out of it. Uh, and then when I was at work, um, I'm a builder by trade. I, I was at work. A couple of the lads were uh, getting quite keen into running. Uh, started goading me along. Oh, you wouldn't be able to run a 5K under 20 minutes and all of this sort of stuff. And I was like, yeah, I can, no worries. So I tried, failed miserably. And then, um, yeah, that, that started the whole uh, ball game off with that. And at the time I was probably about 25, 26 and I was boxing. Um, I was doing quite a bit of running, but nothing like what we do with try. Um, so then I, start, I, I started falling out of the boxing and then I picked up the swimming again, fell in love with swimming back in the pool. And all I needed was a bike. And my local town that I live in has a try every year. And a couple of the guys were like, oh, well, get on that, see what happens. So I trained for that. I did that. And then that's when my love for triathlon initially started. And then um, everything's kind of snowballed from there. So over the last three odd years, I've really focused on sprints. Um, did the, uh, the uh, Nationals um, ETU qualifiers up at Bedford last year. Uh, which, yeah, went all right. You had Yanis on here um, a few weeks ago. I finished probably, I think it was about a minute behind Yanis or something like that, yeah. just behind him. We're in a different age group. But, yeah, so everything's been going all right. And then, uh, yeah, and then this kind of, this year, I had some, uh, my goals sort of changed personally. Um, swimming was going to have to take a bit of a back step because I've got so much work to do on our house. I've got a wife, two kids living in a house that's like, oh, a building site. So I was like, right, I've got to take some time off, get the house sorted, spend some hours on that. And what I found out that I ended up doing was spending more time uh, biking and running. So I was just going to drop the swimming this year and go for, like, do a few duathlons. Yeah. And then I was training really well. Um, I was getting, so my run times were coming down. This was about March, March kind of time. And then obviously everything happened that happened. I was in 
good shape and I was like, like everyone is, I'm like kind of, oh, I need to do something. There's no races, but I needed to do something. Um, so I ended up doing a bit of a, a last minute uh, NHS charity uh, run, which was 24 hours on my treadmill. All right, yeah. Uh, which was awesome. I loved it. I raised them. Um, it was just over two and a half grand for the NHS. I covered nearly 145k. Oh wow! Um, and yeah, my my right leg just fell apart after that. But how did you find out though? If you know, because was your your background? You because you mentioned sprints and things to mm. go that longer distance. How did you find the step up? Uh, stupid. <laughs> there was there, but in my training, the furthest that I had ever gone is a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, long ones, and I could I can do a half in like a training block. I do a half in like one twenty eight. So, and then going from that and just thinking, I oh, know I'm just gonna run on my treadmill for twenty four hours, <laughs> and like I uh, <laughs> yeah, I sorted my nutrition out and everything like that. It was all on point. I had no problems with that. It was just after the second marathon, my ice, my body started to give up on me, and that is purely the conditioning. Basically, I won't, I'm not conditioned for that. Yeah. It was fun. I'll do it again. And one of the things that came from that experience, believe it or not, weird things happen to your mind <laughs> when, in the middle of the night when you're into your third marathon. Stuff starts going a bit weird. Yeah. But um, I started thinking of like I was on my own, and then I started thinking about loads of people being on their own all the time. Everyone's going through this thing at the moment, uh, the, uh, the word that we shall not speak of, everyone's going through it. And I, I was on my own, so there must be other people that are on their own. And then when all, of, all the, the uh, treadmill stuff finished, I spoke to the wife about it. I spoke to my coach about it. And then that's where the sort of um, child of Tritech came. Um, and that's what we're going to slightly uh, touch on. And basically, the idea behind Tritech was to create an online triathlon club that is purely online. It's not, well, I say it's not physical in any way. There are physical elements to it. So we can meet up at races, go on uh, training camps, stuff like that. But general day to day, Monday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there are people especially now, they're not allowed to go and train with people. Yeah. They're, they're not allowed, or their, their job and their family life doesn't allow them to get out the house and go and train at half past seven on a Tuesday when the swing club trains. They can't do that. So I was thinking, what, like, there's so many athletes out there like myself that probably wouldn't mind belonging to something, but can't. So... Yeah, I spoke to a few of my friends and they were interested. They said, yeah, well, if you go for it, um, uh, then, yeah, we're going to, we'll jump on with you and we'll have like a tiny little nucleus of a team to start with and then we'll see if we can grow it. So, and that's, that's where it all began, really. So, um, <laughs> it, and everything you say is, you know, regardless whether we're in COVID now, you're 100% yeah. right that, you know, that there are people out there that want to be part of a club but just can't for whatever reason and yeah. it's um it, it's funny because within triathlon we have three we have three disciplines you know swim bike and run and you know you, yourself you've come from a swimming background 
um, which, which is great because there's a lot of people that don't come from any of the backgrounds and then try and, you know, they sign up for, you know, a triathlon, whatever distance it may be. Um, but ultimately what a triathlon club gives you is the ability to learn off others. Mm-hmm. And it, it, where I came from, I, I don't have a background in swim, bike and run. Don't get me wrong. I, I was a decent athlete growing up. I played a lot of football and rugby. I was fast. Um, but then when it came to, um, I ended football and rugby, I needed something. So I went to a running club, which my other half was part of. And, um, what that taught me was some discipline, you know, but I had to learn it from other people. And I suppose what, what I craved then was when I saw people doing triathlon, I, I, I craved more information. And for me, that's one of the big things that a club can give you is that opportunity to ask questions and sometimes the silly questions as well. Yeah, yeah. So, as, so how does it work from, um, you know, Tritech race team's point of view and the website's point of view? Uh, physically, how does it work? Okay, so you, um, you want to be, you want to do your first triathlon. Or you're thinking about doing your first triathlon. Maybe you've already signed up for one, or maybe you're a seasoned age grouper and you don't belong anywhere. It is as simple as going on the website, um, 12 month membership. That gives you money off your home nation membership. And then, if stage by stage, I literally get an email through. I pop an email out to you, which has got all the information on regards to our partnerships um, and also all the groups. We've got private groups on Facebook, open groups on Facebook, Strava clubs, uh, and all, all of that. I mean, all of that goes out to the athlete. They click on the links. They join the groups. Um, we've got a WhatsApp group as well. So there's the conversation. My phone is just <laughs> you know what WhatsApp's like. Yeah. My phone is just endless. But some, like you say, silly questions. Some of the some of the questions, uh, obviously for you and I now, you you don't even think about it. But people are like, oh, do I do I need to wear shoes when I get out the swim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, what what do I put what do I put on underneath my wetsuit? Do I just wear underwear? Like, there's so many questions that people have, and, 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 and that's and that's why we exist as a, as a channel. You know. We wanted to do we want to do a bit more content on YouTube and things. But I, when I came into the sport, th- there's a lot of people out there who are willing to give information. Some of it you've got to be careful with. But yeah. I just found people overcomplicate things. But you are 100% right. It's those questions that, as a seasoned athlete, and you know, a seasoned being, you know, you could be a year into it, two years, you know. But you forget about those little niggles or those little questions that you had at the very beginning and shoes out of the swim is a really good example and and then every race is different as well you know just things like um you know picking up your race pack you know some races will do it the day before some races will do it on the morning and again i think it all depends on the distance that you're doing as well um things like race licenses we we take it for granted now that you know you go to a race if you've got your your uh, membership with your home nation triathlon, um, yeah, you don't even it, think about it. Yeah, you yeah. don't think about it. No. But for uh, someone who's on their first triathlon, it might be a try a try or it might be a sprint, Olympic, whatever. You just don't know those things, you know. That the, the, and 
you will know this as well. When you get a race pack for a, for a triathlon, it's bloody huge. It's a daunting yeah, yeah, yeah. experience just reading the race pack. Uh, and then and, and within that, then you've got the various rules and about drafting and whether it's a, you know non-wetsuit um, race and things like that. <laughs> so to have any sort of support if you're not part of a club, I think is vital. So yeah, well, one of the vital. questions that we were getting quite uh, quite a lot over the last week because a couple of uh, um, a couple of the people did Heaver, um, Heaver Castle, and there were some people obviously you had Outlaw X and everything like that. Um, it's been about the weather. Uh, what do I wear? What what should I wear? It's just things like that yeah, that yeah. they that you take for granted. If you're doing a sprint, maybe you think, "Oh, I'm just going to suffer it." Or if it's your first time and it's going to take you like an hour to do 20k on the bike, you're going to want to actually put clothes on, yeah, potentially. So it's all those sorts of things and having varied abilities of members that anyone can ask that silly question and then it gets answered i mean there's a cup there's a guy in the group that he he he's awesome like i i look at him and i think oh, i'd love to beat you one day but he um he knows who he is <laughs> but he uh he turns up at tries. He last last season we did three tries on the bounce, uh, one weekend after the other, short ones that are really close to us, and he podiumed every single one. And now this through lockdown, he's been working on his five k time, and now he's running sub uh, sub sixteens. So he's yeah, he's he's rapid. Yeah. But then if anyone in the group's got a question about running, just put it on there. He can answer it. He's there. Like take advice of someone's running sub sixteens. He he knows how to run fast. If you want to run fast, and there's other guys that are uh, crazy on the ten mile TTs and uh, fifty mile TTs in the group. And there's lo there's loads of different things. It's about bringing everyone in as a collective and helping each other. It's basically just creating one big family. And yeah, at the moment it's at the moment it's awesome, and everyone seems to be bringing their own piece to the puzzle and it's working and it'd be nice for it to grow and for many other athletes to be part of it. And for me, you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, I was part of a running club and then members of the running club started doing Ironman Wales. So you know, my, my local sort of massive event and it was one of my first events that I did. And, um, but the running club, unfortunately can only give me so much, and I, I did, and I still to this day, because I haven't done anything with it, but I, I, you know, I, I longed for people who regularly did triathlon so I could get advice off them. But where I was very fortunate is, you know, although I'm part of a running club, I do know some very good cyclists. And then on top of that, then swimming is probably my weaker discipline. But again, I know some good swimmers and that, again, is invaluable. But the fact that you can just, yeah, offer... You know, post a question is, is brilliant, and it's it's you know not to be sniffed at. I think definitely. So, so on top of that, what I've um just to try and uh, as as like give a reason as to why you might want to be long. Throughout the whole of lockdown, I've spent so much time trying to work on partnerships with the clubs uh, for our club, and some of the some of the deals and 
money off stuff we've managed to wangle surprises me with some of the some of the guys that we've managed to get on board and that is just to trying to try and bridge that because triathlon's an expensive sport yeah I, I haven't got deep pockets and quite a lot of people haven't so what obviously we're trying to bring this family together but also try and bridge that gap so people can actually get good quality gear at sensible prices like 25 percent off roca that's that's awesome yeah, yeah, and that, yeah. that what that does is enable people to get those things that they want to actually get at, at a more reasonable price. And like we were saying about meeting up physically, obviously we've got some race organisers that are giving us money off. So then we can actually turn up as a team and it's not going to cost a bomb. And we've also organised some partnerships with uh, 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 coaching clubs in Mallorca so we get money off as a team to go and train in Mallorca. So it actually becomes, probably not at the moment, obviously, yeah. but it actually becomes more attainable to be able to go and do those things and start enjoying as a big club outside of the internet when everything else does clear up. But that, that's, that's obviously enough about, it sounds like a massive advertisement for TriTech, but one of the main things that obviously we were having a chat before you press record was, uh, the mental health side of things. Yeah, but um, but you, I, I think you're, you're right, um, and we lead into the mental health side of things now. But the, the the training camps element for me is really interesting as well because um, it puts people in a in a situation or, or a circumstance that um, you don't normally get. And for like I don't know, five days or however long you normally go on a training camp, you just feel like a pro. Because yeah. you, <laughs> for those days, you train and you, you your focus is just on training and getting that specific goal of, that you want to achieve for that week. Um, and then all of a sudden, you you know, whether you've got family commitments, work commitments, friend commitments, just for that week is brilliant just to be able to yeah, focus on that. So what I would say to my listeners is definitely check that element out if, um, if you're looking uh, at an online sort of membership, definitely. So from a mental health point of view then, Dan, um, I'm just thinking, thinking back to that time when you were on that treadmill at X o'clock in the morning, running, running further than you'd ever run before. (laughs) In my mind, I was thinking fool, but then I was thinking uh, it was only 18 months ago that I did um, an ultra marathon doing exactly the same, never really run more than well, I'd run a marathon before as part of an Ironman, but never trained for forty odd miles. Um, but yeah, just you know, and you said you, you came about that sort of like you just felt on your own. You know, what, what I suppose what are the triggers that think you you took that thing that moment of oh, I'm feeling a little you know I'm feeling lonely here. How do you then move that into sort of the business element of it? You know, how did the idea come about? Um, you might not have the answer to that question I know but um, it's a tough one like, I, I do remember I've looked at I've looked at local clubs and stuff that are near me and obviously we said about not having the my times with my family don't match up with other people's so I've always had an idea of joining a club 
to be able to gain those little nuggets of experience that you can't just pick up when you're on your own and you're like new to triathlon. So then being on, being on that treadmill in the middle of the night when the power tripped, right? I had a burning smell, the power tripped and I thought, Oh, my treadmill is going to die, but it didn't It carried on going. And that was about, two o'clock in the morning and it was pitch black i was by the french doors and it was raining and i could hear the rain hitting the patio outside and i was in darkness till about six o'clock in the morning when the wife came back down in the morning and that four hour period so much stuff was going on because i was streaming the whole thing live and obviously there's no there's no one on that uh, there's just there's literally nothing and I'm just thinking why can't I be with someone running and then in in the morning I coach a guy because obviously we've got tri-tech coaching as well but I coach a guy that lives out in Holland and um, he runs on Zwift and everything and I was doing the whole thing streaming it on Zwift and he jumped on and come and run 5k with me and that was all he did at my pace, he didn't, he didn't, because I was not running quick by that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just, next to me, um, was messaging me, had a bit of a chat, and that made that, oh, it was taking me about 40-something minutes to do 5K by then, but that made that time fly by. And that's that, those little things there, and then having been involved with like group races on Zwift, but you're always in a, uh, like a peloton of people or you're within a TT of other people that you, you don't know them. You don't know any of them. Yeah. So being able to bring that all, all together as a club and have people around you, uh, like this morning we did um, an hour run on Zwift. A couple of the guys from the group jumped on, joined us. Nice, easy pace, zone two stuff awesome it's great so then being able to and actually start seeing that fruit coming from that idea back then yeah that that's that's kind of where it come from the bit you say business um i need to make enough on it to keep the club running it i'm i can't imagine i'm gonna get rich out of this at all but it's not about that so and it's interesting you, you you say that because triathlon is a whole world I didn't know existed before I came into it. And yes. we, we, we've mentioned the word a couple of times already, but community and you know, the community of triathlon is is unbelievable. I, I, I love it and I get really passionate about it. I um I get really passionate talking about going to an event. Um and going to an expo or registration or just watching an event it's it's magical to me regardless if you are doing the event or you're supporting so the whole reason i'm in um triathlon is because of ironman wales in 2011 the first ever event that went there it just it opened my eyes to what this event was i didn't have a clue what an ironman was i you know i had an inkling it was a triathlon but you know i just went down to support someone and but the the community is brilliant and when you go to like i said any sort of event and you just rub shoulders with other athletes 
Um, and everyone generally tends to be quite friendly. Everyone's there giving advice. Everyone's there just talking about experiences. And sometimes you may not ask a question, but if someone talks about an experience, you get something back from it as well. Yeah. Whether it's a race report, whether it's a, you know, um, I, I'm just trying out a new piece of equipment or a new fueling strategy. You know, it, it's all valuable stuff. And for me, I, I love that element of it. Another thing with um, uh, turning up at races, whatever Ironman it is, or a 70.3, or maybe even a shorter distance, and you're, you're competing over the, exactly the same course as what the pros are. And I, I think that's quite cool. And then, especially at the moment, there are some races um, that obviously the PTO are getting involved with that uh, you're, on, you're on the line with them. You, you, you set off with them. Yeah. And that's cool. That's so good. And with any event that anyone does, and um, we've had this, I've had this in the group as well, um, where people are asking about a specific event. Has anyone done this event? And there's someone that has. So say, yeah, I've done that. And off they go. They can have a private chat and ask all the questions that they need to ask. And they know everything. They were talking about Heva last week and the hills and stuff like that. And, yeah, just have the conversation and they know everything. So then it's it's just opening up a world of information and everyone just getting involved with it. And it's funny you say about, you know, you were chat today, or you were um, you coming on and chatting about this is quite apt because we're, where is it, Sunday the 4th of um, October and the London Marathon has been run today. Yeah. And so... I'm still part of the running club that I um, was originally when I got into triathlon. Um, and the running club is very social. And what, what's happened in our running club because of COVID and because of local lockdowns, unfortunately, we've had to split into two branches. And we're, we're a tiny running club. It's, you know, we've probably got 25 members, um, affiliated members, that is. And then probably maybe another 15, 20 that flip in and out throughout the year. So it's tiny, but what we've had to do is split into two um, branches because they're in two different areas, which are in different lockdowns. Um, and originally today, we were going to have quite a big event where those who were due to do the London Marathon were going to finish in a local park to us. We would have had our um, sort of gazebo up and probably done some food and barbecue and whatever. The, the weather's a bit shit, but you know, we would have done that. Um, but what's have to happen now is because of the lockdown we've had to support virtually and the amount of whatsapp messages within our group has, has gone through the roof um you know and people just posting pictures of the runners they've picked routes which have gone past people's houses and things so it, it's just for me I, I suppose it's touched on a little bit about what the um the tri-tech can sort of give the community that, that, you know, that, and it's not just about advice, it's about the support element. And yeah. you correct me if I'm wrong on that, but no, you know, no, 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 you're, I, you're I, I love it when someone says, I'm, I'm doing this event, everyone says, you know, good luck, you know, you know, hope you do well. And then they finish, they post their picture of um, them and their medal or whatever they want to do. And, uh, you know, message after message of saying, well done. It's, yeah. it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's awesome. And um, a couple of the guys have, um, already been talking about obviously when sort of things calm down a little bit that we're trying to organize like in 
an inter-club, uh, uh, I call it a training camp or maybe like a training weekend. So um, we will go to someone's, stay near theirs, and they take us on their running routes and their cycle routes. Ah, oh, cool. And that, that's kind of happened organically within the club. That's something that we've not spoken about, but everyone's been talking. They kind of know each other, like exactly what we're doing, but they've never met, so they don't really know each other. Yeah. So then they're, they're trying to organise these into things where they can meet up, or maybe obviously next season now, because it's basically over, or maybe some duathlons in the new year, where we can all meet up at that duathlon. We'll all be in our tri-tech gear, so we'll know who's part of the club and who isn't. So we can all meet up. And I have organised with some, or some, I'm trying to organise with some uh, race organisers that we can have like team racking. So that everyone that's from like listed as Tritech can be put on the same rack. Yeah, of course. So then you're all with each other. And it, yeah, it's just about, yeah, joining forces and trying to uh, have fun as much as what we possibly can, basically. And, and then from a membership point of view, do you have... Um people from all over the uk yeah yeah it's not limited to anywhere um what i've tried to do especially with the partnerships with the companies that offer our members benefits uh, i've been really fussy in picking companies that can only offer products or services nationally and also potentially supply europe as well because obviously i coach someone in holland and there's been an uh, other couple of people contact me um about that so that's another avenue that we're looking at but yeah uh, if they can supply our members nationally then obviously there's more of a benefit for that person belonging to us because they're going to get more back from it uh so yeah it, it does not matter england scotland wales wherever you are if you're in the middle of nowhere miles away from a club you can belong to a club if you've got the internet or a phone you can belong. It's as simple as that. So it opens up, and being involved with a club opens up a lot of doors for you, meant like mentally, physically. The mental, the mental side of things, and obviously the mental health side of things with being involved with a club. You get to train with other people, albeit virtually and get a feel for where you're at and where everyone else is at be and you can ask those questions in regards to coaching get sensible answers so it can make you feel a little bit better about yourself rather than being stuck in your your little world and just cracking on with training getting your 10 15 hours done a week and not really knowing where you are yeah am i getting better am i not what are people's opinions of this and that because we all compare as humans, albeit we shouldn't, but we do. So being able to put ourselves in situations in with other people of similar levels or better than us or worse than us and knowing where you're at obviously makes you feel better that way. And then those people that are brand new and really don't know what they're doing, they've got access to endless wealth of knowledge to be able to improve themselves and make themselves feel better as well i had a guy who's who's not actually he's coached but he's not actually part of the club um he's done his first try today what a day because it was horrendous yeah. the weather he's done his first sprint try um it was swimming pool um 
but he did it. It doesn't matter about time. He's on a massive journey himself, which is completely separate to anyone else. He's like a little bit older. Um, he wants to lose some weight. So he's on, he's, he's chosen, he's had this drive to choose triathlon for some reason. He's got in touch with us and we're helping him along and he's managed to do one, complete it. And it was, it was so funny because you, you've probably had this and I've had this. He's finished his first triathlon. I said, how do you feel? And he put broken. And I was like, cool. Um, go home, put your feet up, have a cup of tea. You deserve it. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm going to have a Guinness. And I was like, yeah, have a Guinness. That's cool. And I said, so uh, what's the plan now? Because we never really spoke about what's happening afterwards because he was unsure of what he wanted to do. Yeah. And he went, oh, I'm so hacked off with my, my bike. It destroyed my run. I feel like it destroyed my run. So next year, I'm going to do this. And I was like, all right, the triathlon's got him already. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't so, take much. That's, that's the thing. Well, yeah. it, it takes one race. And um, we have this conversation on the channel often about, because my piece of advice to anyone starting new is, don't go spending thousands on new bikes, new equipment. You know, I either buy entry level second hand or bo beg, borrow, and steal off mates if you can. Um, because just in case you do one and you you don't like it, but there's not many people that I know who take up the sport and then totally give up on it because they haven't enjoyed it or it's just not for them. Because you might come away from your first event and, like you said, you may be broken. But it it just uh, it just scratches away at you, and you think, oh, if only I could have done that swim a little bit quicker, or if only I'd um, maybe trained my, differently on the bike, or changed my setup on the bike. It's um, it's it's definitely um, it, it just eats away at you. I think. So yeah, he's um, he messaged me, and he's like, oh, we'll uh, I'll join the club, um, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there, and we'll attack next year. And um, I said, have a bit of time off. It's been a mad time for him with loads of stuff going on. So I said, have a bit of time off and then we'll, we'll look at it again in a bit. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's so much, so much fun. And the thing is, right, your first, your first triathlon, it's always going to be a PB anyway. So yeah, true. It's, it, and I, I often say that it's, you know, take the learning, take the experience, enjoy what happened regardless if it was hard or what have you. And if you want to continue, brilliant, but learn from it. Because, um, yeah, my first event was um, was a half, half Ironman in the Cotswolds. Lovely event, um, relatively flat course, um, one hill in it and on the bike course, that is. And um, it led me into a false sense of security because the, because the bike was so flat, I came away... At, absolutely blasted it didn't really hold anything back and then went into the run and had nothing really left but i finished it and i was like just over five hours and i was thinking oh you know they, they, there's quite a lot they could take off that um so yeah i've gone back a couple of times to that one i love it um absolutely that, that was my goal for next year uh moving up i want to compete at sprints again um when and if the races happen I want to go for the ETUs again because I'm I'm within seconds of age group and I've just moved up age group as well. So I've had my age group birthday. So um, 
I've moved up into another age group, so technically they get slower as you get older, right? Yeah. Well, hey, that's where I'm working <laughs> on because I, I'm in a new age group next year. I'm in um, I'm 40 next year, so I, I should be moving up. And um, <laughs> but I, I've definitely gone slower, so I've gone further in, in my older age. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I think I missed out by uh, by about uh, four. 44, 45 seconds or something, um, which is uh, in regards to actually getting a place. Like, I got qualified time, but, yeah, uh, so I was a bit gutted with that. Um, so, yeah, next year I was going to crack, crack that out, and I had a great winter on the bike, training-wise, last year, and I thought this year's going to be the year, going to smash it, and then, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah moving on to next year but I've got a bit of a bug for the distance after doing the treadmill thing it's given me a bit of a well I can run that far like a half marathon's a doddle really isn't it <laughs> well so. the thing is um, for me the, the further you go all of a sudden the challenge is not necessarily the time it's it's the distance um, and that's why I've I've gone a bit further and further and you know la- the year before last I did um, an ultra marathon and I'm thinking oh if I can go a little bit further and then all of a sudden I was looking at silly races which were um there's one which is the dragon's back in Wales you you basically run down the the length of Wales over six days um and I think it's like 300 miles or something like that but um (laughs) yeah it's ridiculous (laughs) sounds horrendous yeah but I I get that huge feeling of satisfaction as soon as you cross the line no matter how hard it was the hours before the moment you cross that line and you, <laughs> you're allowed to stop i love it I, I absolutely love it brilliant anyway dan uh, thanks for coming on how best can people engage what's the website how can they follow you on social media and things uh okay website is uh we are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, we are on Twitter. Um, we have an open Facebook group, which is uh, Team TriTech. We are on Instagram at TriTech Race Team. Um, if you're interested or you just want to have a chat, obviously you can add the open Facebook group um, and see what we're about and have a bit of a chat on there. That's absolutely fine. Um, get in touch with us on Instagram. We can have a bit of a chinwag on there. And if you want to join, then pop over to the site. It's all quite self-explanatory on the site. Click join us, join. And then, yeah, that, that is the start of uh, the journey within the community of Triotech, basically. No, oh, brilliant. Well, I'll um, when this goes out um, on the uh, podcast and on YouTube, I'll put descriptions in our in our links in our description, I should say, as regards to how they can um, catch up with you. But Dan, pleasure to have a chat with you. Thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Thanks. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, mate. Thanks for listening to the Life for Try podcast. We really hope you enjoyed. And if you have any thoughts or feedback in how we can improve or any topics you want us to talk about in the future, please let us know. We exist to try and make triathlon simple. So your feedback is really important to us. Check out our social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. Um, Subscribe to those channels. Follow us, like us, tag us into posts. Just interact with us and we look forward to speaking to you in the future. Thanks for listening.